This is WWE Hall of Famer, The Think, Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Nerd Coalition. Welcome to... No Gimmicks Needed! Yes! 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 If you can survive, if I let you... To be the man! You gotta beat the man! Woo! The kids do big that sucker. Do I have everybody's attention now? Welcome back to the No Gimmick Seed of Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Mr. A&D, and joining me is the hard off from the Soul Trek Enterprise Quattro, who will be in, in just a little bit, but I'm going to give him an intro anyway. So what's going on, guys? Once again, I do apologize. I almost have, need to apologize and just do it, but the, the, we've been so inconsistent with these podcasts, and a lot has to do with, um, I mean, I think I'll probably share a little bit of what's been going on probably want to do i do a post about it but a lot of my team has been working now because you know we all experience some kind of money issue so right now this podcast does not pay for you know us living this is a, you know this is a hobby of especially since we had to start over so a lot of us had to just make money when we can make some money which which cuts into the time for the podcast but i know you guys probably didn't hear that right now like i said i will go over it probably might make a post about it or something when it comes on, on like the community tab on, my, on the YouTube page, something like that. But uh, so I know you guys came here to hear about wrestling, and we're gonna talk about wrestling because we got Crown Jewel. We, we got uh, part one of Halloween. Have we gonna probably review part two because we're probably gonna try to do back to back podcasts on the next podcast and things like that. So make sure you guys check out the No Gimmick City Wrestling Podcast. Check out the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Turntables, Hip Hop Culture, and Beyond, and Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongues, and uh, also Prime, who's not with. Uh, on the podcast today he does the prime nostalgia podcast as well so check out that especially with good burger 2 coming out right around the corner man my, my, my main main q flow with the music and everything like that so that's gonna be good but we want to get right up into this because we got a couple things that we got to cover in the show and then get, uh, get on there so this saturday we have wwe crown jewel crown jewel is one of the Saudi Arabia shows, and they build a, a pretty. This an eight match card. Well, one eight of, matches. Eight match. Well, actually, one of them's gonna be on the pre-show, so seven matches. But one's gonna be in the okay. pre-show. So, obviously, when it comes time to this week, we, we got to give our predictions of what we're gonna think is gonna happen at Crown Jewel, and this is obviously the the, the little setup point going into Survivor Series, which is gonna be later uh, in November. Is they still haven't announced yet if it's going to be war games or not? They're teasing brand warfare. I don't want brand warfare, but I, I I'm really hoping that we're getting war games. I want a mix of both, to be honest with you. I don't even know how to begin that, but I want that. I mean, if, if you was honestly going to do a brand warfare uh type storyline into a war games, then you, you the first thing you need to do is you got to make it mean something. Mm-hmm. Bragging rights don't mean nothing in in a booked wrestling. Just, and that's the same thing Xavier Woods said. You got to make it mean something. You know, Team Raw or Team SmackDown has to win something to give them a reason to want to fight for that brand. Like um, they do a brand warfare, and the winner gets the money in the bank match the upcoming year or something like that. Yeah, you know, it, it has to be 
something along that or what they had to think of of something instead of just doing it that way and also when it comes to brand warfare uh you have these championships but you just have these title and title matches but they don't mean anything you nobody wins a championship or anything so you take the drama out of it other than seeing some decent matches but it doesn't matter who wins or loses because they both still have a championship so that's why it can be kind of hard to do a kind of brand warfare unless you're trying unless you're like unifying a championship or you know it, it has to mean something so i i know vince was more of the brand warfare person too much more like it, things got to mean something and and i agree with that but mm -hmm. even with that being said so crown jewel with this eight match car, a lot of things has been happening on Raw, SmackDown, stuff like that. And right now, what they have going for the pre match, they have Sammy. According to what I'm reading here on Wikipedia, uh, Sami Zayn is going to take on JD McDonough in the pre show. You know, and I'm just shocked that they have a pre show again. <laughs> they, 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 they even have that. a pre show, but when you got, but usually they, they ain't even have that many matches on the card either. Facts, you know. So, but now it's just like an eight match card, a uh, Sami Zayn versus JD McDonough type thing. I I think if they're going to want this JD McDonough storyline to keep going forward, when it comes to the he got win, day, he needs that win. And yep. right now, Sami Zayn trying to find his footing on his own since they just unceremoniously uh, destroyed him and Kevin Owens. Yep, yep. So yeah, I agree with you hands down. Um, if we're going to push forward with JD, he needs W's. And we're rebuilding Sammy, maybe for a heel turn, maybe for a vengeance turn, maybe just pissed off, whatever it is. Yeah. Sammy don't need the win here, so he shouldn't get it. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Okay, now we're going to the main card here, so let's see what we got going here. Where I'll start off with. I'll start off with Rey Mysterio takes on Logan Paul for the United States Championship matchup. This Got Logan Paul written all over it. I, I look, I was having an argument with somebody the other day, and it was like, yo, there's no way we're going to put on him and put a part-time champion. I said, you know what? But putting the belt on Logan gives that transition to multiple people that we have kind of just dancing in this mid-card that this title can help because Ray don't need it. Ray don't Logan need it will get. Logan will get so much advertisement by having it. You know he's going to plaster it everywhere. If I'm going to give it to somebody, I'm going to have Ray lose this. Ray needs to lose it. The, there's so many ways you could go about Ray losing it. you got options here. This is the best time to pull this trigger. Yeah, because I, I think the him and Santos feud doesn't need the championship. I mean, it can because Santos can end up winning it, but the, the way I think it's looking like right now is Logan Paul wins the championship, which then yeah. sets off the path of Ricochet getting his rematch. Because Ricochet definitely lost it against Logan Paul at SummerSlam. True. And now, I, I mean, also that's trading Logan Paul to, I mean, Ricochet to SmackDown. And that's if we want to stay brand specific. I don't know what's going to happen there, you know? Oh, wait a minute. That's right. Logan's part of SmackDown, isn't he? You know, I don't know where Logan is, but Ricochet's a part of Raw. You, you know what you're right. You, you know, because they don't give a shit about any of this, but, you know, honestly. You're right. You're right. <laughs> they don't care. But we but like we started this. We're acting like they care now. Tell me, are we caring or not? Just give me an answer. <laughs> please, please, yes. Well, right now, I'm going to go with Logan Paul. You doing Logan Paul as well? I'm definitely doing Logan Paul on this one. 
Next up, we have Cody Rhodes taking on Damian Priest in a in a one on one matchup. Things got a little bit heated between Damian Priest and Cody Rhodes yesterday on Raw. I didn't see the whole thing of Raw anyway. I was busy doing other stuff. So same, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I feel as though that now since we're inching closer to WrestleMania season, I gotta find a way to get my tickets. But yeah, getting closer to WrestleMania season, Cody. Why? Why what? Why isn't it for the briefcase? Even if we're wasn't going to change it, why not just add the stipulation to give it another? Uh, you, you know, know what? That would be. It's like I, I want to see Dan Priest get 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 his shine, but if, if Cody win that, if they was put the briefcase online, Cody wins the briefcase. You automatically know where, where, where that's going. And oh yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I think right now they have uh, a decent enough storyline that's going to be like, hey. Let's, because right now Cody got to find his way back on SmackDown to get that the championship anyway. Because they already teased it that they're doing Cody and Roman too, in Philly. Yes, yes, yeah. So I I gotta I gotta I I, I gotta like you know try to check that out. And uh, right now it's it's kind of hard. You know what? To build sympathy, I think I may go with Damian Priest. You know what? If the briefcase was on the line, I would go Damian Priest. But because it's not, I'm going Cody. Okay. Here's what, Cody's always going to be a safe pick. You know what I'm saying? You always pick Cody in DraftKings or something like that. But to, <laughs> to, to, to build sympathy for Cody, because he, he he has been winning, I, I think maybe a judge would they screw up and then uh, him beating him because I can really do – Big wonders for Damian Priest, depending on where they plan on going with this when it comes to this briefcase. My the queen, well, not that queen, but my queen is back. Bianca Belair is taking on EO Sky <laughs> for the women's championship. Okay. Now, unless I'm wrong, I don't remember a situation where EO has ever beat Bianca. Like in any scenario. I don't remember a time neither okay I know damage control will be involved yeah I don't know how it's going to be involved in her favor or against her this is like the most match on the card tonight that I don't know a hundred percent I here's the thing I think what they're going to try to do is not going to work. And this is what I think. I, I, I know I could be 100% wrong about this. I think the obvious plan is Bianca versus Charlotte at WrestleMania Philly. I think okay. that's the obvious plan because they have been teasing that and they have yet to touch one-on-one. I think they're keeping them apart on purpose. But okay. I think they want to put Bianca in there as the heel and Charlotte as the face. Charlotte don't get it's never over as a baby face. Don't and, don't do that. Just switch spots with them. Please don't do that. <laughs> and, and I think when, when, if you do that, all you're going to do is make people want Bianca to win more. Because I think if Bianca comes in here and beats Io Sky, it's like okay, she, the champion's back on her. She's a three or four time champion by then, and people may be like, all right, I like Bianca, but I kind of want to see the belt on somebody else type of thing. And it's like okay, that could be a natural. A crowd changing, and I did. And Bianca, Bianca started out as a heel, so she could be a decent heel. But having Charlotte come after that, 
is the thing I'm thinking like, okay, well, then automatically it's like, how we got Charlotte in the bank all over again, and now she gets a title shot at Bianca, and naturally they're going to just be like, you know what, we don't like Charlotte, we're going to go ahead and do Bianca. So, in another mm-hmm. way, is Charlotte could come out there and screw it over again, but we've seen that already. Mm-hmm. We've seen so if if Charlotte come out and screw Bianca and Io again, there's no reason why that Bianca and Charlotte shouldn't be going at it type thing. So it, it must it got to mm-hmm. be like a damage control type of situation again, and like we've seen that done to death. Or it can just be straight up that Bianca just wins it. You know, it, it, so, it, it could be it could be a Bianca just just wins it, and they they really are confident that they can get Bianca, uh, not Bianca, Charlotte over as a face, and keep being and turn Bianca heel, and then they could really because Bianca Bianca can do the heel work, and Bianca, actually Bianca can, can can be an uncomfortable heel if, if they need her to be. Mm-hmm. You know, so it uh, I, I'm curious, but Charlotte as a face just never worked. I hate Charlotte as a face. You don't want to like her. They're like, and then stop. Exactly. And I did like not... that moonsault. Look, 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 you gonna stop talking about this moonsault. It's been it's been it's been years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every every viewer and listener knows you hate this moonsault hate and that you did not like Eva Marie. These yeah, are exactly. Eva fucking Marie. Don't they like know it about you. Death taxes and your hate for this moonsault. <laughs> like, but I think if Bianca does win, which is a possibility, it's because Bailey made a mistake and then EO loses it on Bailey. Like, you've been costing me too much for too long. <laughs> that, that That is a good point. I I kind of want to see EO keep it a little bit longer so they can, so they can flush out this Bianca and Charlotte story, but if Bianca wins, I'm not going to be mad at it, but I am going to be like, uh, Bianca has a heel and Charlotte has a face. I don't know how, I I, I just don't know how that's going to work. Especially when you got Survivor Series the next month. And I, I know you probably can't, I mean, it's going to probably be a slow burn to get in Bianca heel, but I don't think they want to see Bianca win the Royal Rumble again. I think that's going to probably go to Becky. Because I think Becky... And also, huh? You make a good point. Also on the other day of the fact... I wouldn't want a damage control breakup going into Survivor Series when that's a, obviously three women you could put on a team together and call it a day. Well, I don't know if Dakota will be healed by that time, but still, you know, it, it's easy, easy placing sometimes, you know? Yeah. So I think on the, I think I'm going to go with EO Sky on this one. I want EO Sky, but I think I'm going to go Bianca. That's fair. <laughs> Singles match, John Cena taking on Solo Sokoa. So Cena has to win, right? No. <laughs> no, I don't see I don't see Cena win this matchup. I, first of all, I actually think, you know, if this was 2015, I'd be excited for this match. Yeah. But it's, old it's not John the same Cena, Cena now. Old John Cena just it's it, it, he's older. You can't blame people for father time. He's just older. And I can understand that. So, but I, him, him, there's no reason why Solo Sol needs to lose. Solo's the enforcer for Roman Reigns. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Cena can go ahead and put him over. That's what that's what he needs to do. But it's just not going because Cena right now he just be taking way too much damage. He be overselling, overcalling, overcalling calls. It's just you know Cena. It's like 
great, but I, I love to see your promo skills and your enthusiasm when you come in the ring. But sometimes his his wrestling now now has mm-hmm. hasn't been entertaining entertaining enough for me. And Solo is a he's an athletic guy, but sometimes it also could benefit from using a good dance partner as well. So mm-hmm. I, I got I got Solo for this one. I mean, if 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 he was betting, John Cena would be on the plus side. In this, and I'm See, like, I'm I'm going with Cena because he has taken so many L's for so long, and I don't feel like they're done using Cena yet. I don't think he's going back to Hollywood yet. The actor strike is going back to Hollywood, right? And another L don't don't help him right now, and it don't really hurt Solo to take the L. It do hurt Solo for taking that because Solo got to be there. Solo got to be there, but they can keep going. This could this could be a series between them. Like, yo, I need to get my back against you, and they can continue to push it on, roll into Survivor Series, roll with a stipulation, a Samoa Strat match. They can they can kind of like You're have a modern forty six year old John Cena in a Samoa Strat match. I think. Yeah, yes, I am. I think you stuck. In, <laughs> I think you stuck in twenty fifteen. This. This Cena <laughs> got no hair left. This Cena is as soon Cena's as this actor strike is spot. You're right. Cena, as soon as this actor strike is done with them negotiating, which there's rumors that this thing is about to be coming to an end as soon as next week, maybe. As, okay, I, 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 he go he's going back to work. He wasn't even supposed to be here this long. And I mean, he, he was supposed to be like, like due October, but there is no plans for seeing November. If C, if Cena wins and the actor track is over, he leaves. What good does that do solo? He just same thing that happened with Finn Balor and Edge at WrestleMania. He Edge wins, but yeah. Balor was there all the time, and Edge didn't come back for like two, three months. See, now I will admit. I didn't think the actor strike being over as soon as next week. I felt like we had Cena to at least Survivor Series. I I doubt it. And, then, and on top of that, even with all that being said, if Cena, it's John Cena. It's like, what does what hurts John Cena? If John Cena loses and John Cena comes back, John Cena still as over as because John Cena's a fucking Hall of Famer. Remember they call him the Goat. This loss don't hurt John Cena. This loss hurt Soul Sokoa, the enforcer. Somebody that's supposed to be protect Roman Reigns until it's time for him to break from Roman Reigns before WrestleMania. And I mean, Cena will put up a good fight, but that's some old spike. That joke coming out there and putting Cena to bed. Cena, you know, you got to have a little old school in him to put somebody over. Mm-hmm. And I think he he got to put over Solo. So I'm 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 going with Solo. I, like I said, I, I don't see no th- three match rivalry plan with, with Cena because Cena don't got the conditioning for no three match rivalry plan or time. Cena wants to hurry up and go back and finish making Peacemaker season two. Try to go to work. <laughs> yeah, I can say you're true in the fact that he Cena said I'm leaving as soon as I can. Yes. I just didn't think it'd be that soon. I really did. That's what Cody. Did. Cody is praying every night that the track is over, so, so the Rock will come in and try to take his WrestleMania spot. Look, 
Look, the, I know you've seen some of these Cody memes with The Rock coming back. He's just staring off into the camera like, no. No, no, please don't. Please don't. I don't blame um, for that. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have a fatal five-way for the Women's World Championship. Rhea Ripley versus Natalia, uh, Natalia Jax, Lord. Nia Jax. Natalia Jax. The man, the botch. <laughs> but you know what? Side note: Did you see that cosplay that Chelsea Green and Piper Niven did? Yes, I did. I did see the picture of that cosplay, that and I was like, is "Look great. at them!" That I, accuracy is say, great. I'm enjoying Chelsea's character. Yeah, she is playing her character amazingly well, and I'm glad she's doing it. I don't know if anyone else. At this time, would have done it as well as she's doing it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it's like the universe has been testing her since she came back, and she's been handling it well. Yep, handling it well. So it's Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler versus Zoe Starks versus Raquel Rodriguez. It doesn't say it's an elimination match; it just says a fatal five-way match, just so they won't have to do Rhea and Nia by herself and Nia trip over her own two feet. Sorry, Q Flow. So, <laughs> there's no doubt in my He's mind. Roll, rolling in the booth. Exactly. <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind. Rhea wins this match. Oh, yeah. Rhea wins this match, but who do you think costs it? Who takes that pin? Who takes it? Yeah. So we start. That's exactly who I think. That is exactly who I think. <laughs> Zoe Stark is in here to balance everybody out, to have all the highlight moves until Nia Jax sit on her chest. And then it's it's a, it's a wrap. But then Rhea throws Nia Jax out the way because I mean, and then she gonna she gonna pick up that pin. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's going as though they they're trying to build up Shayna as a killer again. I don't know it's gonna work. They're, they're trying to get Raquel Rodriguez over as a face, still not working. Nia Jax is not like I don't care. Nia Jax can take the pitfall for all I can. But uh I don't know if Rhea gonna get her up in Riptide. And uh well I mean she, she kinda got her up barely one time before. I think I think there'll be a riptide on there. It's gonna be a sloppy riptide. But it's gonna be a riptide. Yeah, we in Saudi Arabia and all the women have to cover up. And I'm just like, so Nia Jax gonna come in there and wear the same clothes, huh? Yo, I, I when they put the people in there, I was like, so what is most of these women going to wear to the ring? <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, uh, and they probably got to tell Rhea, you got to cut that pin out while we over here. Yeah, you don't do that pin. Yeah, I'm you better hook the leg. Don't even hook the leg. Just lay on top. <laughs> exactly, exactly. See, I, we, we got Rhea on that one. Then mm-hmm. we got Seth freaking Rollins versus Drew McIntyre for the World Heavyweight Championship. If I was, you know, well, I am a betting man, but I would have to say that, that there's a strong possible chance that Damian Priest could come out here and uh, cash in. If he doesn't <laughs> win against Cody, if he wins, there's no cash in. If he loses, I think there could be a cash in for that because uh, like I said, they're, they're rebuilding Drew and this heel turn about to come. And I know they got several rounds as a fighting champion, but I can definitely see like Priest coming in and cashing it in and doing that. Because I'm just like, I, I kind of just don't want Drew McIntyre to be beat. 
You know, I was going to bring it up earlier, but I knew we was going to get here. If I got Cody winning that match, then I got Seth winning. I got Drew getting pissed off, taking out Seth, and then that Judgment Day music hit, and they take that walk. Just take that walk. Get that pin. Damian Priest, new world heavyweight champion. That's what I'm thinking. That is a strong possibility. <laughs> Seriously, that's a strong possibility. You know, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Seth freaking Rollins on this one. You, you, are, are you the same? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it. It just, it just sounds like the best layout for me. It just yeah. does. That moment Damian Priest gets a big win in front of a massive size crowd. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, Seth could go home for a little bit. He ain't going home, a, but uh, he, 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 he could take a break. He probably not. You're right. He could. <laughs> no, I see we got war games coming up. Seth ain't, Seth ain't taking no damn break. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'm hoping war games. And the main event, obviously, which should be entertaining, but we know where this is going. Uh, Roman Reigns versus L.A. Knight, yeah, for the, the Universal Champion, the, the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. There's, there's <laughs> no way L.A. Knight's winning this matchup. It's great that he's getting pushed. He's in a main event spot in, uh, in a big stadium like the, the Saudi Arabia shows, but he ain't winning mm-hmm. this at all. I don't know why people are teasing the idea that he is like. What what in the world are you seeing that I don't think exists? Because he's not winning this. I'm not trying to be a hate. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to hate. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just telling you the truth. This match is to see how he looked at this line to see if we get there later. It ain't today. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, he going, you know, look, and then you can throw anything you want. Maybe the smallest SWAT team from MLW who just got released will come over. Maybe um, the rest of the current new bloodline will get involved and distract LA Knight. But no matter what, he's not leaving here with no W. Come on. Yeah, not, not Cody ain't losing that. Uh, not Cody. Roman ain't losing that belt until Mania. You think, you really? think Roman Reigns is going to lose? His championship that he's been over there for over a thousand fifty some days in Saudi Arabia. Come on, a now. show that only half of us can watch is gonna probably come on at one o'clock. Come on now. Come on and, now. And, and LA Knight's gonna be the champion going to wrestle is stop it. Right. That's not how you that's not, that's not how you book wrestling. That's just not what you're going to do. Is he over? Yes. Is he nuclear? Yes. But then he ain't gonna be Roman. Exactly. Exactly. There's no way. Like you are dreaming people seriously. Honestly, what he what he can do is take that belt off Logan Paul once he beat Mysterio. Yep. Yep. He's going. He's going to have to. He's going to take this nice little mid card reign for a second, and so we get to see him as champion, and people get happy and get their yays. But he is not beating Roman. It, that is not. That's not happening. happening. 
especially not right now. Exactly. People, get your shit together. So we all just said, "Come on, man, stop playing these games. Stop playing." Exactly. All right, guys. So that was our predictions for Crown Jewel. I don't know. I, now, usually on Saturday, I get off uh, early enough. I mean, I'm going to watch it at work. But I, I'm saying it to say because I don't know what my review stats is going to be for me and the fellas to come back and review it for you guys. But uh, I will try my best. You know, say mm-hmm. money and responsibilities come first. So you know, especially for a Saudi Arabia show. So as of right now, I got I got to take care of that. But yeah, you guys can uh, you know let us know what your predictions are. You know, uh, for Crown Jewel, it should be a decent show. Now, it's it's Halloween. I know this is not one of your favorite holidays because you don't like being scared. Am I right? You are not wrong. No. You are not wrong at all. Who likes horror? Not I. <laughs> so, so uh, Halloween Heavy Part 2 is uh, happening tonight. Of NXT. So, real quick, I want to go over Halloween Havoc Part 1 last week. They give our quick mm-hmm. predictions for Part 2, and then I can review Part 2 later on. Okay. Okay, so right now, so last week on Night 1, I thought Halloween Havoc was, was pretty good. was really good, actually. And I don't know if Tony Khan was watching, but... I do know that the women took over part one of Halloween Havoc. The women had, I want to say, all the matches except one. Each match was a women's match. It was. Except uh, it was like a the, four the, or five card of women. You're right. Yeah, except for the tag team match. It, it was all mm-hmm. showcased by women. Guess what? They put on a good show. Also, yeah, we'll get to that chance we we'll Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, the show kicked off with Roxanne Perez taking on Kiana James in a de- uh, spin the wheel, make a deal, Devil's Playground match. So they had the whole uh, arena look like 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 a playground. They had a little swing set. They had a slide. Had a little pool and stuff like that. They had the spider webs around and thing like that. And Roxanne Perez looking good, like Booker T would say in that Freddy Krueger uh, costume. Yo, simply put. Pearl Bliss, who looked better? In my opinion? In your opinion. Roxanne Perez. Oh, we got the same opinion, good sir. I'm about to say, <laughs> bro, bro, now, look, I like Alexa Bliss, I love Alexa Bliss, but you know, but it, it's hard, not impossible, but it's hard for me to go against my POCs. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying, you know, and Rock, Miss Roxanne Perez was looking, you know, mighty spicy. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hey, that that need to be your your fit for the rest of the year. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait till Christmas time. You know what I'm saying? But hey. Mm-hmm. But still, they uh it was a good opener. They utilized all of the you know the, the things that they did that they had. There was like you know a uh a uh lace back on the slide. Kiata James, uh for those who were watching NXT, be carrying a brick in her her bag. Well, now uh, it kind of backfired on her, and uh, Roxanne Perez used the bag on her and did her code red. It's not called code red, but it's still the same movement to, to her on the bag. And, you know, had pieces of brick in the bag. Uh, so, but yeah, Roxanne Perez wins the matchup in, in the opener 
thought it was I thought it was a real fun opener. Did you enjoy the opener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good match, like you said. Roxanne Perez looked great, and I keep looking at. It, I'm like, I think it's. I think you're at your tenure at NXT, but that don't mean leave because I don't have anything for you to do anywhere else. <laughs> exactly. Next up, we had the, okay. So I, we was wrong. There were two men's matches on this on this card. So, uh, what we have here is like the debut of Lexus King, who is Brian, oh, yeah. Pillman, Brian Pillman, Pillman. versus Dante Chen. That's, that's basically what it was. Uh, it was only a four minute matchup, basically to showcase who uh, the new Lexus King was. And I'm sorry, in the ring, I was look. I, I saw Brian Pillman all over again. Yep. The walk, the mannerisms, the, the the body type, and it's like when he was in AEW, he reminded me of WCW Brian Pillman. I'm talking about 1990, 1989, 1991 Brian Pillman. Uh, wow. And, and then when he came to WWE in NXT, he had them black tights, so it reminded me of 96, 97 Brian Pillman. Heart Foundation Brian Pillman. Mm-hmm. So and, our, and he has this sick. I mean, it's a lot of work for the move, but it was like a cross jacket, uh, balance, but in the middle rope swinging neck breaker finisher. I was like, yes, that's a lot. But he he picked up the win. Did you like the debut of him? Are you even a fan of like Brian Pillman Jr. or his even his dad? I don't really care. <laughs> like, like as of right now, it's not doing nothing that's like super exciting to me. And I'm, I, it got me in a, eh, like, no disrespect, man. I'm just like, eh, okay, God, like, I'm not hyped right now. I'm not. Uh-huh. Maybe it'll change over time. Did it change today? No. <laughs> it just did it. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, it's like eventually, this is WWE we're talking about here. Eventually, he's going to become yeah. a Brian Pillman Jr. again. I'm telling you. Oh, without a doubt. Because the name was sell. Use that name recommendation. Get that money. Come on now. No, I, 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 I understand. I would say when he becomes facial, when, when he becomes psychotic, it's going to be his daddy all over again. Uh, my boo boo, my boo boo, uh, Kalani Jordan. Defeated. Yeah, boo boo. Yeah, boo boo. Boo boo boo. <laughs> if, if anybody seen, if anybody seen my shorts, I'd be like, yo, don't nobody care about Dana Brooke no more. I'm trying to see who the shorty she with. Kalani Jordan. <laughs> uh, she beat uh, Ariana Grace. Uh, she moves on to the finals of the women's breakout tournament because this was a semifinals match. And she moved on to the finals. And just because she my boo boo, she gonna probably lose, and I, it, it's gonna hurt me. <laughs> but that's just the way these, these things is. Uh, I'm like her so far. By the way, she had a Spider Gwen costume. I saw that she looked yeah. good in that. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, I ain't gonna lie. Can I come across <laughs> the Spider Verse, sis? Can I come across Spider Verse? That's all I'm asking. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, nerd culture, for becoming more accepting of, you know, my interest. That's that's just how I'm deciding to put that right now. Exactly. <laughs> Tag team championship matchup. We had Chase U, Duke Hudson and Andre Chase with Thea Hall and JC Jane defeated the family, Tony D'Angelo and Stax. 
Here, okay, first of all, I like what's happening with Chase University. I'm probably the only guy. <laughs> this is look. I'll say this. I think Thea Hall is sexy as hell. No, you are not the only one. No, 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 no. no, no. I, I ain't finished yet. Okay. <laughs> I understand okay. with with like uh, JC James supposed to be like okay, I'm supposed to be the cool kid and nobody likes. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to take this conservative girl who was all you know team spirit and make her look sexy, right? In my opinion, I think Dia Hale was sexier before JC James came in there. That's my that's my, my unpopular opinion. I like All right, that. and you are about yourself. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> yeah, because here's the thing: I enjoy like with, with, on the backstage set on the backstage segment when she was wearing her little tight university outfits and crop top stuff, and I said, "Oh, that shit's sexy to me." But now she all in the prescri- uh, spaghetti straps and stuff like that. I'm like, okay, it's you know, it's cool. We got got the dark stuff going on. I'm like, sis was cute before that. Okay, so we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna trip like she wasn't. We ain't going to trip like she wasn't. But the whole having JCJ coming in and like kind of spice up Chase you, I think it's kind of cool. And actually seeing Andre Chase win something is actually kind of cool also. So I don't mind being Texas so, Chase. So where I'm at is there is I am absolutely happy that Chase you finally, and I mean finally, yeah. got a double. Come on. It has been too long. That nothing has happened with them. Yeah. With that being said, I'm a little sad that the family is gone now. But it had to happen. Uh-huh. I need I need to chase you to have something. It's been too long and they didn't have nothing. You're absolutely right. But I'm a little sad that the family is not there anymore. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well. I wasn't the biggest fan of Tony Baloney anyway. Or as what what my wife called. Did you call him Tony Baloney? No, that's I... that's what my wife calls him. She she be like Tony Baloney. Oh, <laughs> dang! And I'm like, dang. I'm like, Lady Sketch, you having a whole Italian circle? You t- you ain't coming at Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> Let me tell you something. My wife, for those who don't know or have listened to Lady Sketch, my wife is probably one of the most, most pro black people I'm going to meet. Uh, it, you're gonna know in your life. But I'm gonna tell you this: don't mess with her and her Italian circle. <laughs> her little Italian circle with Scorsese and De Niro and Pacino and Pesci and Romano and all. Don't, 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 don't. You know, don't fuck with it. Okay, don't fuck with it. She be on that shit. I mean. She the only one I know that watched, sat there and watched The Irishman in full and didn't go to sleep. That, that's a preference right there. <laughs> she was up there, up to the side. She was upstairs in, in our room, and I was just like, oh, God, you watching The Irishman. That, you, do you know how long The Irishman is? That movie is like, it came on on Thursday, right? And it went <laughs> off on, like, <laughs> like Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, I meant that. Yeah, I purposely said Thursday to Wednesday. That John had like long. I don't. I can't even think of a metaphor. I'm saying that John was like so that John was like that was like three hours and ten minutes. I was like, yeah, like, like I'm like, is that including the credits? <laughs> because I'm just saying the movie's long enough. You could watch Endgame twice. Yes. And I'm, it's not a joke. 
<laughs> she sat there and watched that whole thing. I'm like, yo, don't mess up my wife and her Italian circle. Mm-mm. And I'm just so 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 when shows like the Godfather Harlem is out, she in heaven. She get the best of both worlds. So uh next up we have another spin the wheel make a deal matchup, a lights out match. Blair Davenport versus GG Dolan. I am a fan of Blair Davenport. I I just don't understand what the lights out match is. You know, like I'm not trying to be. I just be watching this match. Like what? What's actually happening here? Yeah, it's like <laughs> like it, it's the same kind of shit that happened with with, with, with Bray Wyatt and LA Knight. So then you have all that, you know, Batman and Robin paint that went on there. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking. Because it came on. There's a lights out match. I can see. Uh, it, <laughs> what am I? What are we looking at? I'm like, it was a hardcore matchup, and I'm like, but okay, because I'm like, you know, I, sometimes I'm actually thinking now that they actually spinning this wheel, and it should just be laying around. I'm like, just rig it like y'all used to do. Put <laughs> casket matches, something different. I'm like, because it's like we had almost two of the same kind of matches. So the you know how like she gave uh Gigi Dolan a Falcon Zero through a table off the announce table. I thought that was pretty cool. And then uh she she gave her her finish moves like she holds both of her arms and she ran her knee into your to your jaw. Even though this one looked kind of weak, but she she still did it. And uh it it was uh it was pretty good. So uh Blair Davenport picks up the win over Gigi Dolan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess you're not a big fan of Blair Davenport. Right now, neither one of them really excite me, to be honest with you. Gotcha. Lola Vice defeats Carmen Protovic for... Yeah, I, I, I couldn't say the name. In an NXT Women's Breakout Tournament. So Lola Vice and Kiana James uh, is in the finals. And once again, I love my POCs, but I'm just like... I like Lola Vice, and I think we dipped... Uh, Pick her to win this whole thing, but I am really feeling Keanu James. She dropped that dead weight in Dana Brooke, and I'm like, I kind of want her to break out because I honestly, I wanted to be Miss Jackson, but she got injured. Right. Uh, I don't know if it's storyline or not, by the way. Which, by the way, I'm a huge fan of the metaphor. I I do like them. It <laughs> works. It works. It works. I don't know what Noam Dark got with black women, but. He stayed with him. Listen, <laughs> listen. When you find your home, you stick in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm saying. Because after Alicia Fox was going, he's like, I gotta find something else. And it's been working for Last Legends, been working for Kiana Joy and Or Mensa. It's been working for all of them. And now, uh, last week, Akira Tozawa stole his his cup, and now they got to go to a haunted house this week, this week to get it back. I kind of want to see that segment. Bruh, black ready? folks in a haunted yeah. house. I got to see. We, I, I haven't seen that in a competition other than the blackness. But I'm talking in wrestling. I got to say, I just, I'm just curious to see how many times last session gonna clap her hands, being scared. I'm just saying. <laughs> then in the main event for the NXT Women's Championship, we had Laura Valkyrie defeat Becky Lynch, who was not my pick to to win the NXT title off of Becky Lynch, but. I mean, she's deserving. You know, she, she, uh, 
They, they, they wrestled a, a pretty decent match. It's kind of like Becky lost off like a roll-up. I don't... Oh, my God. I don't, look, everything is coming at me at once. I don't like Becky's offense. I'm sorry. I do not like Becky's offense. I, I hate that she gets no air. I mean, Becky jumps about as high as Moses Malone did back in the day. Not that high off the ground. She has no air and stuff for you to do. And if it, if it wasn't for Tiffany Stratton or Lerner Valkyrie to make that manhandle slam look good, because it don't. Everybody that she's giving the manhandle slam to, they make that look devastating than what Becky is making it look like. Because I hate her doing that move. It's terrible. Becky's over. Becky's a good character. She's the man. But when it comes to her wrestling, out of the four horsewomen, she is last on my list. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. She's last on my list, and and then the way Lara Valkyrie was selling that that manhandle slam, and you know because I'm, I'm like it don't it don't look it's like she, she, she tried to take the rock bottom and the book in and made it worse. <laughs> the rock bottom and the book in. It, it's just made like it's, it's, it's what we call manhandle. She manhandles nobody. <laughs> And, I, and I, but, but she got lost the roll up, and I was like, okay. But then afterwards, she gives Lerva Curia her her flowers and keeps it moving. However, yeah, I was like, I really thought it was gonna go to Jay. But by the way, Jay Cargo did come out, sit in that Queen's throne. You 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 got it, Queen. Sat down there and sat there and watched that matchup. That's why I was just like, yo. Let Jay come in and take that belt. Or it's a possibility that she could take it off Laura Valkyria and be like, hey, she the transitional champion. Sorry. It could go to Jay. I'm just saying. I just knew, as you said already, like, why did she win? Like, am I am I a jerk here? Because out of all the people we had, that that's that's who we choose? Ill? <laughs> I, I guess I'm rude. I guess I'm rude. And you know what? Oh, well. Because I did not see that being the answer. I did not. I just did not. Uh-huh. Well, that was... That, uh, that was night one. So, night two is tonight when we're recording this on Halloween. And obviously, I got kids, so I got to take my trick-or-treating and stuff. But hopefully, when I get back in time, I can watch part two of Halloween Havoc. And tonight, here's what we got. So, let's get through these predictions real quick, shall we? Yeah. Keanu Jordan taking on Lola Vice. Who wins the breakout tournament? Keanu Jordan. I'm going to go with you on this one, Quattro. (laughs) I'm inspired to win on this one. Look, she looks like she has it. She's looking like the future. I'm not going to argue it. Uh Uh-huh. Simply put, <laughs> like I'm, I'm not. I don't got a deep explanation for that. She looks like the one. <laughs> Mr. Stone versus Braun Breaker. If, if, if we got to think on this, well, you know, lately with Stone, it's like, nah, I can't even get the lie out. Yeah, Braun. <laughs> <laughs> get the lie out. Oh goodness. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's gonna be Braun Breaker. He need to squash him, right? Quick squash, quick squash. Quick in a hurry. We got another spin the wheel, make a deal. We have the Creed brothers taking on Angel Garza and Humberto uh, Correo. I ain't say his name in a long time. I forgot to say his last name. 
They can lose because they're about to leave. It's okay. They got a tables, ladders, and scares match. <sighs> exactly. Decide, like, this could be a decent match until you hit the scares. Like, I I don't need no ghouls on my tables and shit like that. Just, just, just wrestle. No, man, you got to get that pun in. If for some reason, WWE want that pun. Whoever is in the back said, look, I'm, I'm going to get mine. I'm, I wrote this. <laughs> exactly. Yep. You right on that one, Dirty Dom. I hate to call him Dirty Dom, now, but Dirty Dom Mysterio taking on Nathan Frazier for the North American Championship. I have really been in the Nathan Frazier recently, and they, they they really find a way to, you know, push him up. I don't see Dom mm-hmm. losing a championship though yet. You know what? I I felt the same way, but you know if Becky could get surprised, I guess. Now, see, yeah, <laughs> no, because Nathan Frazier is a way better wrestler than Becky. Ain't even a man woman thing. <laughs> he can fuck. First of all, he can fucking jump. Like, have y'all seen Becky Lynch's leg drops on the top rope? She just falls down. I mean, I mean it's called the gravity drop. Because <laughs> that's all it is, just gravity. Whatever. I'm just like, I'm like, yo, can you jump? No. Uh, I mean. <laughs> God forbid she don't try no hurricane rider because everybody dies. <laughs> she don't even go jump high to wrap the to wrap the leg around the head. She like no, mm-hmm. I said I said I said it for Bailey and Sasha and Charlotte. No shit. <laughs> Tag a women's tag team championship matchup: Chelsea Green and Piper Niven taking on Chase mm-hmm. U, Thea Hall, Thea Hale, and JC Jane. Even though I want Chase U. Say what? I want Chase U for the W on it's this. One. I it's want Chase U titled out. I look. I look. Do I think you're right? Yes. Is that what I want to happen? No. <laughs> well, there, there's no way they're giving that whole university all them belts. <laughs> Chelsea and Piper gonna hold on to them belts, and I just want to see what their cosplay is gonna be tonight. Come on, I, lo- I love the idea of Championship University. It sounds good. It does. Yes, I'm calling it Championship University. <laughs> then we got sexy ass Tiffany Stratton taking off uh, Fallon Henley. It's Tiffany Stratton. She she lost back to back to Becky. It's Tiffany Stratton. I mean, it's Tiffy time. Yeah. <laughs> so she'll try to figure out how them lips got so big. Tiff, share your secret, baby. Listen, <laughs> you seven percent African. Eyes worn out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, make the. The main event, we have Ilya Dragunov taking on Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship because Carmelo Hayes won the uh, championship. I mean, he won a triple threat match that was supposed to be a fatal four-way, but somebody took out Trick Williams. Mm-hmm. And I don't know who that was, but uh, I guarantee you this, Tricky Dicky coming back tonight. I mean, honestly, this is the rubber match between them, you know? Like it's two, it's one all between the so dragging off because I'm pretty sure we're leaning into the trick storyline and it's going to involve Mello. It is, and I. But do you think who goes face and who goes heel? I think Trick Williams as a face will be good, and Mello as the heel will be good also. And Melo does have a reason 
to turn. Oh, cause Mellow is him. Back when he started, when Mellow eat Trick eat, but not but but when Trick try to come and take over Mellow food, you know that's when you have a problem. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he been back to talking to us. You know he, he been getting all over, and I I kind of saying like, okay, Mellow, like, yo, we all supposed to win, but you supposed to win next to me, not in front of me. So and I think that's why Mellow makes a stronger heel. Exactly. So not that saying Trick can't do it, but Mellow just makes a stronger one. Yeah, I but think Ilya dragging off wins the match. Trick Williams comes mm-hmm. back, and they show the tape, and you see it's Mellow who attack Trick Williams, and they they fight. Yep. Afterwards, and then going into their final pay per view, which I think is deadline. Uh, is it deadline? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh. Damn, you know, I don't, I don't know when did it. I get, I think this may be the last one for you because they don't have anything up here afterwards. But I thought they had something in December. I don't know, but I know the last thing of the year is an NXT one because it is Survivor Series, a NXT one, and then we're into next year, which is Rumble. Gotcha. Okay, I just so... don't know the name of it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, it 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 it, it could be that. So. Yeah, that, that that that's what I have. I, I have yeah, Trick Williams come back. Whoop that trick. He gonna come up there and then gonna take out Melo. That's why. That, that's yeah. why I'm thinking it's gonna go. I'm I'm with you. Well, no, we're not in disagreement here. Yeah. So I, I can't wait to see what Halloween Havoc looks like uh, l- later on tonight. And then I want to make sure y'all check out uh, check out our review because I'm gonna try to review it when Halloween Havoc goes off the air tonight. Anyway. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears here and go over to AEW. So, right now, a lot of things have happened in AEW this past week. First off, if anybody has not taken the time, and I'm serious, not taking the time to go check out that Kenny Omega and MJF match from Collision, go ahead and watch it. That was an awesome main event. Did you happen to see that, mm-hmm. Quattro? I did. It was a strong match. Yeah. I was like, I, I I really enjoyed that. But the biggest thing is that I still have not been to an AEW show. And they've come to Philly a couple times, and I was just not able to go this Wednesday. But they came back to Philly this past Wednesday. But my man Quattro got a chance to go. And right now, I want to get his experience because when AEW comes to Philly, they uh, booked the Leah Course Center. Mm-hmm. When they do that, usually, because you know, AEW does have the ability to book Wells Fargo, but you know, WWE comes in here and they book Wells Fargo, but they always book Leah Course. Now, Leah Course Center does hold about what three, uh, about three thousand people. Yeah, three, somewhere between three and four. You know, it's probably three something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I know. So it, it's you still get a, a decent uh, amount of crowd of people, but now. I was getting, because we had a terrible Ruby Soho match, and I, I felt bad for <laughs> Ruby Soho and uh, Hikaru Shida. Uh, RVD was back in town. Crowd was hyped for that. Yeah. Very hyped. But, uh, but the, the uh, oh, and also, y'all got a big surprise in Okada. Mm-hmm. That kid, like, I was like, damn, he had Okada come... Doing the Philly one, it was it was Orange Cassidy and Okada take on Danielson and Casanoli. I was like, "Woo!" That had to be a main event. But the biggest thing that happened was Tony Khan's gift for Sting, bro, which <laughs> which brought in 
the nature boy Rick Flair. If you would have saw, like, if you would have been there, I know you saw it. If you would have been there for the crowd reaction of that Flair music going off, because it's like, no, like, there's no way. Oh my God, it's actually Ric Flair. Is is that really Ric Flair? What is happening right now? <laughs> that was the only time Tony Khan gave a gift to somebody, and I was like, "Hey, Sting, can you give it back? Does it come with a gift receipt? <laughs> Does it come with a gift receipt to return it and get some? Because as soon as I see Ric Flair, I said, I know." Y'all not about to end Sting's illustrious career with fucking Ric Flair. <laughs> y'all not about y'all not about to do that. Y'all not about to do that shit. And I and it doesn't look like that's going to be the way they're going. But still, Flair has to find his way in there because he had a terrible match at Ric Flair's last match, which the whole event was named Ric Flair's last match. And it he, was yeah, and, and you wrestled in a t-shirt look bad. Now he wants to do this shit. It looks like he's going to probably be in a tag match with Sting at full gear. That's what some of the rumors I'm hearing. You don't just, because cause, cause you already know how Ric Flair's ego is. You ain't going to just bring back Ric Flair to do nothing. And we all know he won another match. We he, know that. Why is it every time we talk about Sting... It always ends up being about Ric Flair. Every time. And I don't, I don't got nothing to say because I can't answer that because that absolutely happens. Are their careers that intertwined? No. <laughs> Actually, yes. Because I don't think you watched a whole lot of WCW back in the day. I did not. Okay. I did not. Because, okay, so when we all know that back in 1988 I think it was where Sting and Ric Flair had that 60 minute time limit draw match I forgot what event it was that is the night that Sting was made that day on Sting has been made by that match with Ric Flair and their history has been intertwined because they even had a storyline of we lost count how many times Sting tried to join the four horse horsemen and got uh, turned on because Sting, how dumb can you be? <laughs> it's the four horsemen. Then they had the whole thing where the whole black scorpion angle where somebody texted Sting and he figured out who the black scorpion was and ended up being Ric Flair, even though the person in the black scorpion mask was never, was never Ric Flair until the end where you could tell his body type. And I was like, okay, that's obviously Ric Flair, and when they had that uh, that that cage match, Sting and Ric Flair's career has been intertwined. But it doesn't always mean that one career needs to outshine the other. And that's always what's been happening with Sting. Even in his Hall of Fame speech, Flair made about him instead of Sting. When yeah. It, when it came to, when it came to the, the the last Nitro. You know, and then it was like Flair and Sting, and it had to, you know, Flair, oh, I, I look bad, I'm out of shape, I need more Sting. But look, that, that's just on you. I, I, I'm tired of, of Sting taking all these second places to Ric Flair. As soon as I see Ric Flair, I got mad. 
I got mad. Real pissed off. And I said, they better not do this to Sting. Sting had came in AEW and had a better run in AEW than he did in WWE. And he did that after he left WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Sting in AEW has been perfect by Tony Khan. Perfect. And when they didn't want to... They injured him and they didn't want to use him in WWE. And they was like, well, we just want to use your rights for games and shit like that. The fuck? Get the fuck out of here, man. No, Sting said, no, I'm out of here. Went back to TNT, went back to AEW, and has had... The man is doing balcony dives. 64 years old doing balcony dives. It's amazing. Ric Flair can't even take a shot of back toss anymore. I don't know if he can take chop anymore. You know what? He did take chop that night, and it looked like it almost killed him. Like Flair Karras without a shirt on. <laughs> he said, "Can't take a chop." My man can't take a sweater <laughs> at all. And I was so scared when I seen this. So scared. And I, I'm just, I was like, please don't make them be like Flair and Sting at Revolution. Please. I'm like, don't do it because then, because Flair only wants it to be more about him because he needs his last match. So, 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 since he heard Sting's about to have his retirement, let me piggyback off Sting. No, nah, bro, you had your last match four different times, it looks like. It's over yep. for you, Rick. He needs a retirement match for the retirement. <laughs> you should have just retired in 2008. Yep. When you had that good send-off yep. match with Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Then you had to come to TNA. And then you had to face Hogan. Then you had to do fucking Lethal Lockdown. That was stupid. Then you had to do Jay Lethal. And then all of a sudden. Yep. And then now it's like, oh, me and Jay Lethal friends. And so, so now I got to do this final match. But that match was hard to watch. Who? You ain't never lie. Because I, I already told them. There's no way I'm buying on pay-per-view Ric Flair's last match. You kidding me? With Jeff I mean, Jarrett hey, and it's false advertising. <laughs> <laughs> this is his last match this year. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. But my biggest question to you is like, okay, because you send me some pictures. Mm-hmm. How? Because you know it looks different on TV. It sounds different on TV. And without uh-huh. being exaggerating, something like because I have been in some empty places too. What did the arena look like? I would say it's two thirds full. To be honest with you, there's there's definitely a third of space. It is definitely less room than what it is when you go to your normal WWE match. What it a hundred percent feels like, it feels like you went to the best indie show you ever been to. Like how when you're an early wrestler fan and you go to an indie show and you be like, wait a minute, there's no pyro, or wait a minute. There's no Titan Tron. No, this indie show has all that. Oh. <laughs> uh. And you're like, so we get there, right? So, I mean, um, gratefully to my friend, we had floor seats. Okay. So we're on the floor, second row from the last end of the floor. So we're on the floor, last row back. You know that area, like, yo, if somebody come out, they're fighting right by us. Yes. So, first thing we notice, four seats next to us are empty. Maybe they're late. They were not. <laughs> Those tickets just 
I guess didn't sell. Okay. So uh, st- stand up. Let me look a couple rows before us. You know what? These eight, the only empty seats. I'm not saying it was like a blanketed, like half empty, but it was a good 15% empty on the floor. Wow. That's crazy. Nope. The fact, let me tell you the price. I want to let you know those floor seats were $65. For floor seats? For floor seats. If that wasn't a reason to go, I mean, come on, got $65. Anybody that's a wrestling fan that has gone, no, $65 will buy you right up there next to Jesus' knees. I'm telling you. Exactly. Exactly. I know firsthand. (laughs) Exactly. So we're like, there's seats on the floor. Looking at the circle part around the ring and looking right to the left, that non-camera side. Yes, there is an area blocked off for seats. For no city. That's true. But then when you go one level up, which you would call the 200 level. Uh huh. If y'all seen the movie Pop Star. <laughs> I do. But and, okay. Okay. And Pop Star is a scene where Andy Samberg goes, yo, everybody in the 200 level and go up there. And this one guy like, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It's not even bull. There really was almost no one up there. So everybody, so, it's in, like, so everybody was in, in, in the 100 level. Yes. The, yeah. the, there might have been a scattered 20 people across the whole 200 level. You're kind of like, I guess the internet didn't lie. There's really a lot of empty seats here. Yeah. Wow. But the atmosphere of the show outside the empty seats, which is I'm going to call arguably true. It's a fun show. That kind of gives you nothing. It gives you the same feelings when you go to an indie show. You don't really know the storylines. You don't know really what's going on. Because the only storyline was, hey, this is going on with MJF. That's it. (laughs) Everything else felt like random matches throughout the night. Okay. Yeah, I I, I do think that Tony Khan needs to... Like I said, focus on his show because there's no way. Because you know the internet gonna say his stuff, and you got the WWE marks, you got the AEW marks, and stuff like that. But the internet gonna talk. But but the big thing is here is that there's no way that they can get almost eighty thousand people Mm-mm. in Wembley Stadium, and you know, and then uh, come back home and, and have trouble. That there's a fan base out there. There's a fan base out there for wrestling and stuff like that, and for them to be able to do that, especially when they try to do it next year. But I do believe that a lot of this has to do with Tony Khan, the way he's be, be behaving, what you know, what the programming of your show does entail. Because look, look, right now WWE is hot; it's the number one wrestling company. We know that Twitch got full support from Endeavor. He's booking on his shows. He's doing it his way, and they are, they got stars to you know to, to do that, but you know mm-hmm. Tony Khan has cooled so many people off, and his because you you can't sit there and say that he don't have the talent. He has a talent pool, but he mm-hmm. has done so much to cool off. Look, if you're digging the names, Wardlow, mm-hmm. Block Ice, mm-hmm. Lance Archer, where is he at? 
Mm-hmm. Keith Lee. These mm-hmm. are names that the Hardys of of almost is not not existing anymore. We we saw them. They they had their trios championship match. Yeah. Okay. And, also, not no shade. They're looking really old now. Yeah. As being able to see the Hardys throughout their career, and yes, they are old, but it's starting to show heavy. <laughs> exactly, and on top of that, the women sucked, and it wasn't even their fault. Like you know, Ruby So and Carl Sheeta had a brief match, and Carl Sheeta won, and not that match wasn't even good. It was a boring match. Also, let me not disrespect this idea. So. We are wrestling fans, and you know when wrestling comes to your town, you're going to see it. Yeah. Cool. For the Wembley Stadium. Oh, you're going to get one show this year. Well, you're going to go to the one show. Of course it's going to be packed. That is something as simple. Something as simple as here. When Raw came to Philly once a year, and there was nothing other wrestling shows going this Raw, that Raw was packed. But when you're watching on TV, when it's their third time at the Garden that year, it ain't that busy because they keep coming there. There's no pressure. There's no fear of loss of missing out. Of course you're going to be there. That is fair. <laughs> no, that that is fair. <laughs> I they, they 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 still have. They just so it, it, there's just so much that I want them. To do better for, I mean, like I said, and first of all, we ain't, we not like like that. Every wrestling uh, thing does not have a little dry spell, or you know, yes. have that time where it's just like, okay, I'm not watching wrestling right now. That happens all the fucking time, all the time. Hey, for all we know, people could arguably go into it now with WWE. So yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. So and, and trust me, I, I've been at plenty of shows where that camera side is not filled for WWE, especially when 205 Live was. Uh, oh yes, yeah. Was, was out there working. I was just like mm-hmm. two or five I, I, live out there. They out there on the hard count. I'm just like, who are you talking to? Because I'm the only one here. <laughs> <laughs> who is you? Who is you t- talking to me? Who is you? T- who is you talking to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I get it. It's just uh, it's just very uh, very unfortunate. I, I, I wanted to get your you know take of being there in Philly because here's the thing. I, I like I said I haven't been there. Um, I never been to an AEW show yet. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, I've I've only been to Leah Course Center. I I, I want to say I've only been to Leah Course Center one time. Me and Lee scheduled mm-hmm. to a Valentine's Day concert that was hosted by Kendrick the Family Soul, and it had them Life Jennings, God, Music Soul Child, uh. Avery Sunshine, so it was a pretty good show. That was that was that was like the last time I've been. That show, huh? That show must be nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know about God life, man. I tell you, man. Everybody, a lot of people feel was I feeling life that night. So that was the only time I was I was ever been in inside the Leah Core Center, and I was like, okay. So it's a, it's, a, it's a nice size state, but I never had I never went to a wrestling event. I, I really I really wanted to go to Impact when they came for for, for Lethal Lockdown in two thousand nine. Oh, yeah, I wanted to go to that too, but I 
obviously I didn't make that. I was jealous. I was like, oh, I'm sure that was fire. Yeah. <laughs> I really wanted to go for that uh, in 2009. And I was like, man, that, oh, God, 2009 was one of my favorite years of, uh, of TNA. Oh yeah, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, that, that's the that's, that's the stuff I miss. But uh, yeah, okay. So, but it, it was cool. So the crowd popped good for uh, RVD when he came in there for uh, to go against Jungle Boy. Was, uh, he teamed up with oh, to go against Jungle Boy and who else? Oh no, 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 no. I'm sorry. No, it's not Jungle Boy. It wasn't Jungle Boy. You're right. It's Dark not Jungle Order. Boy. Dark Order. And um, so here's the thing. You get. AEW fans are definitely different than WWE fans. Uh-oh. Both wrestling fans, but you're definitely getting a different skew of fans. Okay. So when you got RVD came out, everybody was so hard for RVD. It was like, oh yeah, um, and he's with Young Bull. But but it's like it was like guys, that's Hook. So disrespect, but everybody's just really popping for RVD. Yeah. You know, Hook music comes out and they're chanting RVD. Hook's hitting their move and they're chanting RVD. Hook gets the hot tag, but they're chanting RVD. And you just say that's like, okay, I know y'all here for RVD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but can we can we acknowledge everybody else that's in the ring? Cause it's like y'all forgot about them. <laughs> mm. And it felt a little disrespectful. I got you. Yeah, I mean, um, sh- I mean just like they, they disrespect the hook in that DLC. I was like, oh damn, they do came out another DLC and I damn sure ain't get it yet. <laughs> Um, the this it was a good size for the crowd. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Did you notice the empty spaces? Yes. Yes. Simply yeah. put. But did they try to make you focus on the ring enough? Yeah. Shout out to Justin Roberts. Um, his announcing work throughout the night, from the beginning of the night of him reading signs of people in the crowd, so the signs could get a pop. Oh, there was okay. crowd acknowledgement the entire night. Multiple times, Tony Khan came out and yelled, "Let's effing go!" At maximum value, like I don't, I don't know how he didn't pop a blood vessel yelling that. <laughs> mm. So there was a lot of pro- play to the crowd, which being in the crowd kind of draw you in the match more. I got to turn around. Standing behind me was Renee Paquette. Just like Ooh, from that okay. little area, just watching. Um, food wise, compared to the Wells Fargo Center, significant price difference, still expensive. I'm about to say, because <laughs> last time when they had the chicken pizza crab fry, I said $12. Oh, well, it's five here. Whoa. <laughs> That's what I said. Still overpriced, way better pricing. <laughs> uh huh. So, um, went out in the. Um, when we were done, because we left after Dynamite for reasons, we didn't see all of Rampage. On the way out, who's out there? Coke Cabana. <laughs> Interviewing people. Fans. <laughs> That's, That's cool. That is cool. That's cool. Also, he got a massive pop. You would have thought Coke Cabana was the man. Coke Cabana, massive pop. RVD, massive pop. MJF, massive pop. Massive crowd play. <laughs> mm. Like you said about the Ruby Soho match. <sighs> like, uh, all right, so, so it obviously wasn't her best match. 
unfortunately, how they portrayed the character of Ruby Soho, I kind of can't get behind her because she really don't win, like, ever. So there was nothing in me ever buying or selling me in deeper to this match. Uh-huh. Also, also, real-life botching is bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, like, like seeing botching, like, in real life. Yeah. When the crowd check chance you effing missed, mm. <laughs> mm. I was just saying, I was like, Yeah, they had to block that out on TV. There, there's no way. <laughs> I did get to see certain signs get confiscated in real life. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's not a bad show, it was fun if you're going there and. Expecting the production scale of a WWE, you're going to be massively disappointed. Yeah, you are. But is it going to be better than going to, no? once again, no disrespect, Battleground? Yes. <laughs> hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, so God. for the price that you paid, absolutely worth it. Would I go again? Yes, I would. And I'm going to sit on the floor. Six, five dollars. <laughs> not bad not bad at all sounds pretty good I, I would suggest that the only thing oh man the show needs some storytelling bro it really do you said the, the, the show needs what it needs some storytelling and maybe they need to practice a little bit certain times they feel like they freelance and it's like I don't know what to say next so I'm just gonna say words it's just like it's kind of Maybe somebody needs some little bit of acting classes. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, that I mean, things do be looking different live. They do do on television. That's why I want to go. That's why I, one of these days I want to get myself to an AEW show. Uh, you know, where, where people who actually know AEW. I've been invited a couple right. times. I just I just can't able to make because they they fall such a weird day. You know, on Wednesday. Yes. And because Monday. It's like okay, I, I've been to Raw. I can I can go to Raw. It's the beginning of the week. Nobody's coming. You know, my kids are coming with me. Their Friday is the weekend. You know, if you're mm-hmm. trying to go to SmackDown, but Wednesday it's like dead middle hump day. You know, and it's like by the time I get off, I gotta rush down there and then rush back. Oh, it's just it's just not not the best. Honestly, I think that hurt a lot of it, too. And I think one of the reasons why Rampage looks more empty, because Rampage is also taped after Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite's live. Rampage is taped after. The one match we saw from Rampage end up being the main event of Rampage. So I could understand if you tape Dynamite, then you tape the main event of Rampage. If you go back and think about the other matches that came on a rampage uh-huh. and how empty they looked, that was last. That was the go home for real time. And guess what? People leave because of what you just said. People don't have a lot of people have traditional schedules Monday to Fridays. Yeah. So when it's 1030 <laughs> on a Wednesday night and you know you got to come out this Lear Course parking lot. In the center of North Philly, yeah, people go home. You're gonna have more spaces. Absolutely. I don't know what you want to do for your pacing. Maybe you want to take Rampage before Dynamite. 
it, we I, know I, it started I, I at eight. Be, I think it'll be good to do that, but see, you, you can't really do it because of the because of the, uh, of the storylines maybe going into it. Because sometimes there's True. some storylines that that overlap, and you don't want to have that happen first and then go on, on the dynamite. So I, I do I understand that. Yeah, because that I mean that hurts. You honestly see people like, all right, well, yeah, it's time to go home now. Yeah, I'm on my way out. Yeah, yeah, there's more empty seats. Yeah, this looks. Yeah, they had to darken the lights a little bit because it's late on a Wednesday night, and people are like, I need to go home, drop this, this off. You got things to do the next day. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they need to do, but I feel like that'll help a lot. Yeah, I agree. I, I would agree so too. I'm glad you was. Able, I was glad you was able to uh, to get down there. Yeah, absolutely. So like I, said, I will go get him. Huh? I will go get him. Oh yeah. Oh shit. I, I hope. I hope I can join you next time. Because like I said, I would like to. I would definitely like to go down there as well. Sounds sounds good. Well, 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 well this is it's a side thing, but it's still part of wrestling. Did you yeah. happen to catch the reveal? Because uh, this is about two weeks old now. Did you happen to mm-hmm. catch the reveal of the Dwayne Johnson wax statue? Yes, it did. I saw a picture of it online. I didn't watch a video or nothing about it. I just saw a picture and then passing it. I was like, statue a little ugly, but all right. <laughs> I was like, um, hey, there's a lot missing here. Because <laughs> I, I was hearing all the means. I was, somebody was just like, it looked like Mr. Clean is cosplaying as The Rock. Ooh. <laughs> so, somebody said that Joe was Maven on steroids. Ooh. I said, "Oh, they they brought out Maven. Don't do that. Don't do that." Ooh. Uh, I I was hearing all kinds of things. So the it it, it it was fun. I was like, you know what? Can we just talk about the one glaring issue that? Because you know these waxes, they did they don't be happening in America. They be happening overseas, and they be making yeah. the point of I'm just like. Are y'all allergic to black people? Oh, yeah. I'm looking at it right now as I'm talking to you. It's safe to say they forgot the bronzer. Yeah. Let's put it like that. I was like, <laughs> it got so bad that Dwayne Johnson actually had to call these people and say, hey, can you fix my wax, uh, my wax figure starting with my skin color? <laughs> and I was like, do people keep forgetting? This is the same thing that has been happening with a lot of wax people, especially people of color. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicki Minaj had a bad one. Yes, she did. I remember they that. Never, they never got a Michael Jackson one right. And keep this. We can say, we know at the end might just look bad. I'm but I'm talking about they never got the Michael Jackson one right in the eighties. <laughs> when you was a normal motherfucker, they, they never got that thing right at all. And I'm just sitting there thinking, I'm like, what is it about? I don't even. I, I think I think their Beyonce one came out all right. But there have been a lot of wax figures that that, that are out there. I'm just like, wait a minute, what is the? And I was like, I was like why? Like, like he just looks so safe. Just, just give me an answer. Just give me a straight up answer. We can't build that color when we're doing wax. No matter what, how much in dye and stuff we put in, because of the chemical combination, it comes out that way. Just, if you gave me that answer, I'd be like, I don't like it, but all right. 
No. I can up. No excuse. <laughs> no excuse. <laughs> I try. No. <laughs> if if you're creating people, real human beings that exist on this world, we all come in all different. I, I, like there, there are so many different colors of people mm-hmm. that that's no excuse. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that when it's people of color or just just darkest or black people. It just mm-hmm. seems as though that y'all just never hit the nail on the head quite right. And first of all, wax dummies kind of freak me out a little bit anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't like them. I don't like them, especially in the eyes. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I'm like, I'm like, these, it, it, like, because sometimes some wax dummies look like taxidermies, mm-hmm. and then and then there's some that don't. Mm-hmm. And, because I remember um, at the Franklin Institute, what was it, two years ago? Yeah. They had the presidential exhibit where they had each wax life-size president from Washington all the way down to Biden, I believe it was mm-hmm. at the time, Okay, with historical figures put in there, such as Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, Martin King, Michael Max, Rosa Parks, and you know stuff like that. Understood. I, I mean, you know, just so they could probably break break up the monotony of white men. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, Can't just be the one Obama statue. <laughs> exactly. Like, 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 like break time. Let's you know let's learn about something else. But they they had that exhibit, and I was sitting there thinking like, this looks rather creepy. Remember in uh, Deadpool two, he was like, "All these elderly white men, I need to bring my rape whistle." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, I was just like, "Ooh, this it just it just look." I'm I, 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 I'm not scared to go through it, but it does freak me out. My sister, she don't go through it at all. Mm-hmm. My my sister's just like, nope. She don't do taxidermy. She don't do uh, wax dummies, and she, she don't do like them like. Them big astronauts that got the astronauts helmets and stuff like that on there. And so she don't do mm. none of that. She don't do none. She stay away from all that shit. That shit be freaking her out. And I'm like, like it. At first, you know, when I, when I was young, I used to like joke about it. No, that shit really freaks her out. And I'm like, mm. you know what? <clears throat> I don't blame it. But I was just sitting there watching that. And I was just like, the fuck did they do to the Wayne? I was like, that day, Dwayne. I said, if you damn should put an earring on that motherfucker, it's either Mattress Giant or Mr. Clean. Cosplay. Mm. Going out in Halloween as The Rock. And, I, you know, shout out to Dwayne. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, he could just easily been very PC about this, called him on the low, or even been like, no, it's fine with me. He said, he, the man mm. called him and just said, hey, um, can you fix my skin color? That's, that's bad. It... Bro, you have no idea. I, I, it, it just, it just came because these little quick topics that I, I came across. Also, there is rumor that uh, WWE 2K24 may be mm-hmm. in dedication of Bray Wyatt. I did see that. I did see that. I feel like that'll make for a really interesting showcase mode. The the messed up part is, you know, you'll be playing the showcase mode, taking a lot of elves. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm just gonna be honest here. Yeah. Um, his win record ain't the best. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I was just like, you know, 
I don't feel as though that it would be uh, a showcase mode because a lot of Bray Wyatt's matches and stuff are people that that, that, that they're not here. You know, because seven of them joins with Dean Ambrose or the Sheets or Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you know, and it's just like I'm not going to keep seeing a Bray Wyatt. Randy Orton and a Bray Wyatt Undertaker and the people that we have here because, you know, and Seth Rollins and things like that because, you know, that's that, that, that whole Fiend era, but to, to get into the Bray Wyatt era, there are just a lot of things that you would need that you would have to really cross over and see if you can able to do that. Because, But the way I look at it is uh the way 2K23, which by the way, I know you you probably haven't played it yet. That to me, mm-hmm. that, that was still a great game. Okay. 2K23, you know, it did have some problems because every 2K game does have problems. But I'm saying, but it was a way step up from from 2K22. I really enjoyed. It. I enjoyed the war games match stuff like that. And they had a ruthless aggression pack this year, and mm-hmm. and it came with the ruthless aggression versions of. Leviathan, which is Batista, the prototype with John Cena, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar. Those are the characters that Daddy came with. See, I can see them doing a tribute like we gonna you get the special edition with Bray Wyatt edition, which comes with Bray Wyatt, Fiend Bray Wyatt, uh, you know, Mr. Rogers, uh, I guess you know, Five Five Funhouse, Bray Wyatt. You probably get the the Fiend Championship belt. You probably get. The Alexa Bliss type of uh, Lily doll and her her attire. Maybe get the Firefly Funhouse area to you know do a backstage stuff in there like that. That's how I can see them paying tribute to Bray Wyatt. Not necessarily do a showcase mode because that's like you said. He, he don't have a great win loss record because of booking, and on top of that, all of his best wins and matches have people in those matches that are not there anymore. So, not to sound disrespectful, but to sound honest, a tribute to Bray Wyatt is more looking like some skins and a special cover over the case. Well, not skins, because in in wrestling, like, they'll give you different characters. They'll give you Bray Wyatt from 2015, then uh, The Fiend, and then in the game already would be the current Bray Wyatt. And then in the special edition, you just get the other versions of Bray Wyatt that play differently. And you get those because Sister Abigail was Bray Wyatt's finishing move, but the Man of McClaw is the Fiend's finishing move. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, yeah, you would get that. You get this version of Alexa Bliss and all, and all those kind of things that happen with Bray Wyatt. And, 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 and just those kind of things. Like if I don't know, because Vince is still there. And I don't know how crazy that they would go with the game because me personally, I don't want to play a showcase mode with a Bray Wyatt, if I can't play it, if you can't play as the Wyatt family, how yeah. do they don't work? If, if I can't do Luke Harper and Eric Rowan, Eric Rowan is not here. Luke Harper has passed away. Brody mm-hmm. Lee is gone. Bray Wyatt is gone. So you take that storyline out now. Then they had a great rivalry with the Shield, but Ambrose is not there. Moxley is in AEW, so you can't do that right now. Then it's like, okay, well, you can probably do the New Day, but I'm just like, but they're going to be in the game regardless. And then the, when he won his first championship in the Elimination Chamber matchup, Dean Ambrose was in that matchup. Mm-hmm. 
he he's not there anymore. Uh, one of the biggest fiend losses that they had was when he lost to Goldberg. Goldberg probably not gonna be in there because Goldberg contract is up. You know, and then say like, you don't want to put that horrible hell in the cell match you had with Seth Rollins in there because that was horrible. Mm-hmm. If you ain't got an infernal match with, with, with Randy Orton, you don't. I mean, it's like as, as just off a glimpse of what I'm thinking of. Oh, then some of his best matches with as the Fiend and Bray Wyatt is with Brian Danielson. He's not there anymore. Yep. I I I personally really think that doing a showcase mode is a waste of time. For Bray Wyatt, I just think you get a Bray Wyatt special edition, or you just add all his his characters in the game and, call, and, and and do it that way. But me personally, I would do it as the Icon edition, and all the proceeds go to his family. All the proceeds, all of them. I think that's a great idea. I don't think that would happen because greed. There is greed, but there's also. Because they did the same thing when he first died. All the proceeds to all of his merchandise that was paid for on W Shop went to his family. I didn't know all the proceeds went there. I thought a percentage went there or even if it was all proceeds. It was like for a limited time, like for the next few days. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's something like that. But I, I can see that if because one thing 2K knows how to do is sell a collector's edition. So if mm-hmm. you was going to do that, and you can make a hell of a lot of money from that, and I think all of it should go. Or like I said, if you if they're gonna talk about percentage something like that, it could be. But like I said, these are all just little rumors of things that are are encircling. Because well, people don't know. Come January, you're gonna start hearing more about two K because it's gonna come out in March again at the time for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So I was just you know just. Just curious, you know, to get to get your opinion on it, because I know you still haven't played the new Two K game yet. Which, I, you know, I, I you, you should come over and, and play it. I need to come over there and play a lot of games. <laughs> we, we keep having this conversation. <laughs> That's right. You still haven't played Mortal Kombat One yet, have you? Nope. <laughs> Bro, you because because they update Omni Man about to come out next week, or yeah, I think I think sometime in November. I think November six was the rumored date for it. I'm like, um, bruh. Super interested to play Omni Man, and I know we're doing wrestling right now. But in another conversation, I would love to know how you felt about that um that um fatality DLC. <laughs> you know what? It yeah, I I I wait. Okay, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll wait. All right, guys, and that is the end of the No Gimmicks in the Wrestling Podcast. We're going to be doing another podcast. Actually, we try to do some back-to-back ones to, to, to try to catch up with you guys. Because I know we got to talk about NXT Halloween Hey Part 2. And we got to talk about some other things that happening happening in wrestling that I know that y'all hearing this today is probably a little bit outdated. But so, stay tuned for all that uh, immediately, hopefully in the same weekend. So, uh, make sure you guys check out the No Gimmicks in the Wrestling Podcast. Check out the turntables about culture and beyond. Dropped off sober tongues and Nerdgas will talk podcast. Make sure you guys check out Prime Nostalgia Podcast as well and Q Flow wherever uh, wherever you guys get your music from. And uh, we're gonna be out of here. So once again, uh, it's NC in the place to be. Chum Chum Sandy and the Hard Offering Soul Track Enterprise Quattro and Q Flow wherever you are at. Take us out.
bringing nerdgasm to your ears. Welcome to the show. We don't need any gimmicks, you already know. So sit back, relax, and hit the like button. Go and share with your friends and keep the likes coming. Swag on trivia and prompts top five. Either way, it's fun and you're hearing it live. Join with your host, Mr. A and E. Yeah, you know it's the place to be. It's in seat.